You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Episode 28, we're not going to even call it a lookup, it's going to be a bonus because what I realized after we did, after we put out last week's episode, which was part two of the truck stop killer, I realized that in the first bonus we did most of the lookup, like we covered everything that we had on the lookup list. So we actually are not going to do any lookup items on this, but we're going to do a whole bunch of random other things. Um, it's, what's today? Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. All right. Well, happy Sunday. Um, this is the part of the day that starts slipping away. Once you get past four o'clock, it's not my Sunday, but if it was. (sighs) I can't believe it's 6 p.m. right now. It's crazy. It feels like it should be like two. I'm ready to go to the pool. Yeah, you've been up since probably, oh, you slept late today. That's I probably slept why. Late today. Yeah, I slept till nine, which is super late for me. Yeah, so it feels like it should be way earlier than it is. Um, so we are for this lookup. I have a lot of input. I think I mentioned this on the episode we just recorded. I got a bunch of facts and interesting stories and this and that from our listeners who drive trucks. We're going to share that. We also got some very interesting information about that pertains to Gary Triano, which was an episode we did way back, like episode eight or nine. But I think to start, we're just going to ease in with a question that I heard on a podcast I was listening to. And also Nicole, one of my good friends, Nicole, had asked me this like a week ago. Is it the podcast I recommended? It is. Life is Short with Justin Long. Come on, it's just so lovely, it is. right? Like yeah, it's they're fun, very it's likeable. funny. Mm-hmm. It's light. It's not like too PC, mm-hmm. but it's not like too. Yeah, I just really like it. No, I feel like they're very. Um, yeah, they're likable. It's entertaining and and interesting and engaging. But also, I could also have it on and be doing something else and like kind of let it fall in the back of my brain and just catch pieces here and there it's nice did you hear the elmer's glue one or a different one i didn't oh yeah i heard two i just listened to the you know he does the full length episodes with the interviews right the life is shorter is the bone they're right that's what i listened to i listened to two of those and i really i enjoyed them and they're brothers they're siblings Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was interesting so they asked a question or a listener asked a question of them that, like I said, my friend Nicole had asked me just randomly when we were talking. I was at the grocery store the other day. And does she listen to their podcast? No, I oh, don't think okay. she does. It was um, her question was slightly different. They're very similarly related. So her. So what she asked me is, 
when you're thinking in your head, like when you're just thinking in your brain to yourself about anything, are you, is it like playing out like a movie or are you like visually, like you're picturing how it might go and imagining what the conversation will be like or, or are you just thinking in like, like, like you're not picturing it. There's nothing visual happening. Well, you shouldn't ask me this question because if I'm thinking about interacting with another person, perhaps I'm visualizing or yeah, how it might go. Right. But if I'm just like thinking about the clouds or something on my personal lookup list Mm -hmm. or trying to work something out internally, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like putting a visual to it. I don't think. But you have the ability to put a visual to it, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Because also. Not that that's what you always do, but it it has happened. You can do it. I also sometimes purposefully, consciously do a visualization. Of course. Not of like a conversation with a person, but just like of my happy place or whatever. Yeah. And so what she was explaining to me, I guess one of her friend's daughters did like their thesis or dissertation or something on this kind of topic and um and so her friend whose daughter did this was talking to Nicole about it I I I may be getting the story wrong Nicole listens to this so Nicole if I'm getting it wrong sorry but something along those lines and and had asked Nicole like that same question Nicole's like no I can't visualize She's like, well, what if you really try to visualize something and like play out like your happy place or you try to visualize like, all right, I have to have a tough conversation with my boss. I'm going to picture how it's going to go or something like that. And Nicole was like, that's not possible for me to do. Like, I can't actually do that. So someone maybe perhaps has taken her through a guided visualization. Yes, because she, you know, she's a certified yoga. She did like yoga a lot. And, you know, at the end of yoga classes, often they'll take you through a guided meditation or guided visualization. And Nicole is like, I can't like I I just can't do it. It doesn't happen. I don't believe her. Okay. I mean, I don't not believe that she hasn't accessed that. But I also don't like she seems like a creative. She is person. But what's interesting is she was explaining to me, and now I wish I had researched this a bit deeper for this conversation, but I will. Um, She was explaining to me that in her friend's daughter's like thesis, whatever, her research, that some people lack that ability to actually create a visual account of something that they want to happen, think could happen, imagining will happen. their brain doesn't function in that way. And then a lot of people do. Right. So like, I guess that means like a certain part of people's brains aren't as activated as others, which of course we know that. I also think about if I take someone through a guided visualization of their happy place, their, their comfort space, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. If I ask them to access somewhere they've been before that felt really comforting safe warm whatever could she visualize that I'll have to ask her yeah it's a great question I get you can't maybe her brain that part of the brain can't kind of visualize things that haven't happened or could happen but haven't it's just blackness it's just black in her brain which to me is fascinating and super weird because that's not at all like my brain I'm picturing 
exactly like how this interaction is going to go, how I'm standing, what I'm wearing, what oh, you're saying. Oh, I don't go that far, but I could, I think. If totally. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever gone, I mean, probably ever is the wrong thing, but yeah, I don't often go On a regular like, basis. Yeah, like... Sorry, listeners, the dogs are um, currently having a very exuberant moment, and... Um, Mark is not here, so we are forced to deal with them on our own, which means they are running loose in the house and studio room on our brand new rug. Yeah, you should have not gotten this comfy rug. I know, it is They want to roll around. On. Look, they can barely stand. So The rug is so soft. I posted a picture today of it. I mean, huh. really? Let's give them a... And the thing is, I could shut the door, but then they'll whine and scratch. So I feel like it's better to let them tire out for a moment. You got 30 seconds and then you're going outside. They're all, we'll tell you. Well, the question on Justin Long's podcast, we're going to keep going. Oh, yeah. Was it the same? Similar. Sim- so okay. the listener wrote in and said, when you think in your own head, how do you think? Do you think in words and monologues like full sentences like like monologues like complete paragraphs and sentences do you think in more kind of choppy uh just random missile like a few words here and there or do you think in images visually do you well i think it things? depends on what i'm thinking about Ooh, good answer that's actually a great answer i mean it that's a really like i really think it depends on what i'm thinking about if i'm trying to work out something like if i had an argument and then I'm trying to work it out. I think I think either in, yeah, like, well, if I'm trying to work it out, like choppy, not full form, fully formed sentences. If I'm trying to think about how I might respond to someone, mm-hmm. maybe full sentences. If I'm reflecting on, I don't know if anyone's ever done this, but I'm the kind of person that walks away from like a social interaction phone call at times. And it's like, oh, I should have said this or I shouldn't have said this. So those are kind of words and sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I, well, I, I fantasize and I don't mean like sexually. Sure, sure. But like, yeah, so like that kind of stuff of like, I can't wait till my next travel and I might go here. So those are more images. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like uh, last night we were at uh, Melum's uh, house and we were talking about uh, Joe and Oliver's podcast that be- is going to be a tv show and i was saying like oh well the like the premiere or something so like i think about things like that like things that i'm excited about or hope happen and i picture it fully like i'm like in my head like visually a movie, yeah like images like this yeah. is how it's going to feel this is how it's going to go and i can see the whole thing play out that makes sense and also i think i agree in an argument um you know, me, me and Mark are having a, a, an argument at the moment. And so when I think about, like, how will this go when we talk it out? Do I you pic- picture it visually? Uh-huh. I picture us, like, are we going to be sitting on the couch? Are we going to be sitting in his front? Do you think that's... I want to go second. I, I, this is such a good conversation. Oh. You dogs are going to run. Come here, dogs! Whoa! Yeah. I forget my second degree. So I was saying, uh, you know, me and Mark are having an uh, argument and he is 
not here right now. And so I think when we hopefully come back together to discuss or talk about it, I do, I picture not only what am I going to say and how might he respond, but I picture where will it, will we be sitting here in the studio room? You picture it happening. The whole thing. Yeah. Do you think that's of a benefit, a detriment or nothing neutral? I think it can be a detriment if by picturing that, I then become disappointed if it doesn't play out like that. I think that could be detrimental. But I think as long as picturing it, if it doesn't happen exactly how I picture it, as long as I'm okay with that and that's not going to like heavily impact how I respond, then I think that's neither here nor there. Was know. that a question or a statement? Question. I don't know. What do you I, think? Well, I don't know because I am i don't do the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I just think about expectations. Some people say like don't have any expectations are bad. Yes. Expectations are unhelpful. Right. In general. Do you know general is the only word that my name is in? <laughs> okay. Um, I think we've talked about that. Maybe not on here. Of course I have. I yeah. probably have. Um <laughs> I also think if you determined, if you, anyone who visualizes how the argument or the talking out of issues plays out, if someone determines that that might be like, quote unquote, expectations and maybe unhelpful in some ways, maybe you just also picture it going other ways. So like you encompass. I do. Not just the ideal ways. Yeah, I do. I do picture like, what if, what if we don't talk it out? what if this conversation just ends up as a breakup? And then I picture that as well. Well, there's not much to visualize with that, is there? Sadness. Well, okay, but that's a feeling. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I get that. Sadness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I thought it was an interesting question. And what I, I tried to like read a little bit about it. And what I found mostly is that there are obviously very different types of thinkers, uh, visual thinkers, verbal thinkers, auditory thinkers, kinesthetic thinkers, which is... Um, Touch, feel. Mm-hmm, and conceptual thinkers, which is interesting because uh, from teaching, there are various learners as well. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's the yeah, same thing. Same exact thing. So, and I don't know if one, if you're this kinesthetic... Uh, learner. Learn, no, a uh, visualizer. Thinker. Yeah. Thinker. Versus a kinesthetic learner. I don't know if it it directly correlates, but yeah. Well, that's a great question because I am a... I am a visual and verbal thinker. I think I think in both. Um, but as a learner, I need to... And I don't ex- exactly know what kind of learner this is. I need to write it. I learned through writing. Yeah, I was me too. Me as well. And also, if I watched like a documentary, that would stick more than if I read it. Or if I listened to it. For me, listening is the least learning. Oh. If I'm listening to something, then so I'm maybe to learn watching it, something doesn't do it for you either. More than listening. Oh. The visual. So, and I think that's it because I can listen to something, but I have to be writing it down. I have to be taking notes, or it's not going to stick. So there's a visual aspect to it. So I think that watching something, because obviously it's visual, that sticks more. Well, remember when I said like, uh, and are you going to edit this or no? Sure. A little bit? Yeah. Like cut this. Um, when I said like, think about the things specifically that maybe 
you could work on. Mm-hmm. And I was in my mind picturing bullet notes of writing it down because things mm-hmm. like that I need, whether it's things I need to work on or to, you like to do lists. I love clearly. lists. So I think that's why I thought. <coughs> I don't think I need to cut that though. Like I'm, I'm okay with okay. It, it. Well, being... that's fine. Um, things that you genuinely think or disingenuously, I guess, mm-hmm. but work on. Pull it on. Yeah, and write it down. How are you going to do that? I do. I do have things to work on. Well, don't we all? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that was my random question to kind of get us into. Oh, I have another question from them. You might cut this and it's totally fine because uh-huh. I don't listen, so I'll never know. Okay. Um. One thing that Justin Long's podcast asked, asked would you rather, here's mm-hmm. a would you rather question. For the rest of your life, anytime you saw someone, have to high five them. Or anytime you were around someone, anyone, high five them. Anytime you walked into a room, a subway, a bus, a car, a Uber, a party, a bar, a restaurant, I'll go on. <laughs> you have to high five everyone you see with okay. your eyes. Got it. Would you rather that or always be holding hands with someone? I would way rather and- always have to high five someone. Yeah, I don't have an answer. <laughs> because, okay, so if I went everywhere with my partner, my spouse, my best friend, my sibling, my parent, whatever. You always have to be holding hands? Okay, Oof. yeah, otherwise holding hands with a stranger. But you literally every time, you, think about Albertsons. Hey, hey. Yep. Yeah, that'd be annoying. But otherwise, I have to go into Albertsons holding hands with That's someone. That's true. Even if you go alone, the first person you see, you're going to... Yeah, I can't. I don't want to touch somebody's hand at all times. I'd rather get a couple of high fives out of the way and then move on. A lot of high fives. A lot of high fives. Also, you work from home, so it's not as bad as I could avoid it a lot. Um, I heard one that they said, would you rather... Somebody wrote it and said, would you rather only for the rest of your life, like assuming there's some medical fix for this only be able to drink things for the rest of your life or only be able to eat things well, for the rest of your life. Well, what do you mean a medical fix? Like, you like can't... it, I would survive. Right, you'd be fine. So it's not a medical fix. It's just I'm okay whether I only eat or only drink in right. this scenario. Right. Oh, I don't know. That's tough, right? Well, would I feel physical hunger? I get no. I'd survive. No. No. no, Would I feel physical thirst or physical hunger? No. It's just the... Then I'd rather eat. I'd rather... If I'm not going to feel thirsty, I'd rather eat. I think so, too. I think me, too. I think me, too. Yeah. Oh, I could come up with so many would-you-rathers. Let's move on. Okay. We're going to move on, and we're going to do... would-you-rather. A brief... um, I'm going to just share some brief input that we got about truck trucks, truck life, truck drivers... Um, from some of our truck driver listeners that I didn't share when we recorded. I guess it wasn't last night. It was two nights ago. Um, So I don't know if I shared this or not before. I maybe did, and then it'll be a repeat, and I apologize. Um, But our human GPS, Sean Thompson, has shared a lot of interesting facts over the past week or two. Um. 
about cameras, that he has a forward-facing camera that's always recording. Uh, it also has an event recorder that is triggered if he's too close to a vehicle in front of him or if he brakes for too long, brakes too hard, turns too fast, that additional camera is triggered. I think I did share that. You did share that. Yeah. Um, he said that he also heard from a friend that the newer tractors will disengage the cruise control when the windshield wipers are on, which is a traction issue. I talked. I think I shared that too. We talked about that. Uh, and then he recently shared. Oh, I thought this was great. We talked about on maybe the bonus episode have if we've ever seen a dead body like in person. The last like that bonus. Was- Oh, maybe I was going to say, I feel like that was many months or weeks ago, but I think it was the last one because, um, yeah, I don't, they, I they'd don't. come across that, that girl in the barn. Yeah. Um, you said you had in high school or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so he said, have you seen a dead body would be an interesting question for truck drivers of your podcast. For me, the answer is not yet this year. Meaning last year, perhaps. I didn't ask him to elaborate at this point, but well, I plan yeah. to. I mean, not yet would be not yet, period. Right. So not yet this year means, means he has. Yes, does. for sure. He also sent a picture of his cab, which I will share. His um, cat? His cab. Oh. His cat? <laughs> you were so excited. I mean, yay uh, for the cab. He uh, confirmed that for our trucker fa- for your trucker facts, we can drive 11 hours per day, but we can be on duty for 14. And then the question that I asked at the end of the episode, if I th- if our listeners thought that would um, Robert Ben Rhodes have killed people, been a serial killer, if he hadn't had the career that he did as a truck driver, um, Sean said, yes, he does think he would have done that regardless of his job and he would have been caught. Um, I have 50 questions, but I'll keep them to myself. Yeah, I mean, you can ask them if you want. Well, no, I just... And he would be caught. Like, I feel like Sean Thompson thinks he was kind of reckless or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know. When you asked me that, didn't I say, like, he would have done something? Which I don't think... I don't think I meant he definitely would have murdered, but he would have acted out in some way. Agreed. Some way or ways. Okay, let's see. Adam Burton, another trucker. He shared some very interesting pictures. I'm going to have to do a post where I share everyone's pictures. He said, I am currently headed to Oklahoma City. These have been great trucker episodes. A few comments on the CB lingo. Full grown is lingo for state trooper. I was, I kind of wasn't, then I kind of was. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you the never next one. Known that. I, I, these are hard. That's I tried to I tell Michael to... about the tire. Was it crocodile or alligator? alligator. Yeah. yeah. Um, a chicken coop. There's a chicken coop coming up, and you have to exit the highway for the chicken coop. A checkpoint? Yeah, a way station. Absolutely. Um, cattle prod, they call a cattle truck. A way station. A way station is chicken coop, yeah. Oh, sorry. Cattle prod? Cattle prod is lingo for cattle truck. Oh. Um, and then a four-wheeler. You're going from question to statement. It's hard for me to follow. Four-wheeler is a... Watch out for that four-wheeler up there. Uh, an SUV? Or a car. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and then we had talked about interstates, I think, about like the length of interstates and how some how of many, them run. How many lanes and mm-hmm. what makes an interstate a highway, a freeway, right, a right. tollway. Obviously, a tollway has a toll on it. I didn't know this. Do you know what even and odd numbers mean for interstates? They represent something. East, west, or south? Yeah. Or east, west, north, south? Yeah. Yeah. Even numbers run east to west. Odd numbers run north and south. I did not know that. Think about Route 66. Even. East to west. (laughs) That's it. There was no, like, shock factor there. (laughs) I-10 in southern United States, coast to coast. I-90, northern United States, coast to coast. Imitunity of I-40, I-70, I-80, coast to coast. Thing about I-19, just from here to Mexico, or headed that uh, way. Yeah, north and south. Mm-hmm. And he said, also, mile markers in each state start at one on the west and south. And let's see, let's see, let's see. Before Do I- you know, um, Aren't didn't we learn that um, semi-truck drivers, or truck drivers, I guess, call cops bears at some point Mm -hmm. yeah i can't believe you got that you like guessed that like very quickly right well i was i was talking about that the other day and you know the movie Smokey and the bandit Mm -hmm. because i asked michael what what do semi drivers call cops and he said smokies and i'm all well that's kind of similar like smoke because my mind went to Smokey the bear and i'm all no i think it's bears but there's also a lot of different terms and he said you know that's why it's the movie's called Smokey and the bandit I did not. But, you, but you've heard of that movie, Smoking in the Bandit. I have. Yeah. So I think hmm. that, I mean, that. That could pertain. It's just a f- um, fact. Well, I almost said fact, but I didn't fact check it. <laughs> Zeka also sent some information about CB radios, which we talked about. He said there's a transitioning state with CBs nowadays. The older truckers think that they're the lifeblood of the trucking industry. They do serve a purpose when there's climate weather pro- or problems on the road, but most of us newer drivers would rather listen to podcasts and music. The days of CB radios were because there weren't cell phones and modern technology. They were stuck with audiobook. Oh, sorry. The worst. That makes sense, though, because like we don't have to always be tuned into our CB these days. Right. Right. Because we have cell phones, emergency alerts, all the things. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying that the CBs were because there weren't cell phones and modern technology. So people were stuck with audiobook cassette tapes and FM radio. So they passed the times talking on the CB. Um, most ha- most CB radios have an average range of a couple of miles. And he said nowadays it's just a bunch of asshats uh, bitching about their lives and jobs or just running their mouths to hear themselves talk. Um, he said, I don't keep mine on unless I'm running with someone. The common channel is channel 19 nationwide, but there are 40 plus channels on the cat on the CB. So we can switch to another channel when we're running together to cross out the idiots. Oh, I have a question then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a little like Bluetooth thingamajigger that goes in my, I have an old car. So my old cigarette charger lighter mm-hmm. thing. And I put it to AM 89 point whatever. And then I put my radio to 89 point whatever. And it Bluetooths to my phone so I can play my podcast, my music, all that. But sometimes when I'm on the freeway, especially 
you know, I was going to Phoenix a lot last year for work and it, when I would go past one of the major like truck stops, stations, it gets super fuzzy. So like, am I picking up or are they picking up like a CB situation? Sometimes it would pick up, like it would go from whatever music or podcast I was listening to, to some something I wasn't listening to. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Huh. Got, we've gotten a bunch of messages, so I know I'm missing a few. But I feel well, like what else good... do you have to say besides messages? Is there stuff? Um, no, I have. Well, yes, I have two more things, but they relate to messages. And then that's about it. So I did want to share before we talk about the um, the the Gary Triano update from someone who knew his ex-wife slash alleged murderer. Um we did get a message from AZ Girl on the Go in here in Tucson, who I've spoken to and 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 she's been very supportive of the podcast. Um, and I think at some point in our conversation, we had gotten into the conversation of how it's a fine line of of sharing these stories and not wanting to exploit the families or the victims or just the the murders, but also telling the stories. And I, I liked what she had to say about it because I, I, I think this is something that I wrestle with. And you had said something to me tonight that I hadn't thought of it in this context and it like super resonated with me and actually not, it like gives me a lot of pause, but let me share what she said first and then I'll share what you said. So she said, your job is to report murders. Um, unfortunately crime happens whether we want it to or not shining shedding light on victims is important so we don't make ourselves an easy victim and it's important to share information on the monsters who are committing these crimes so we know what to look for especially for women or younger people who are often typical targets there's always going to be backlash on true crime but regardless of how you present it every podcast is a different quote-unquote flavor you're educating the public it's just the way that the public perceives it. Everyone is going to have a complaint. Um, but I liked what you were saying, that like whether our goal is to shine light on the victims or what to look out for, how to keep yourself safe, inevitably that happens. And our ultimate goal, our ultimate, I guess, job, and she's right, is to be sharing these different murder stories. And how people take it is, you know, we can't control that. It's going to be perceived differently. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And then also you put this into a different, you like turned this on its head for me. I want to pause. Sure. I, I like what she said and I think that's, tr there's no like right or wrong or true or not true. So yeah, true. Mm -hmm. that's it. Okay. So, but then you said something and agreed. I second all of that. And then you said something tonight. You said, um, imagine if someone was had a podcast on people, you know, who had died of cancer. And they did an episode on mom. They don't know her. They've never met her. But they're telling. They just researched her they online. They just researched her online and are telling her story, telling about her cancer, telling about her death. How would you feel about her that? Her daughters, her siblings, yeah. her spouses, her whatevers. And my, 
immediate reaction is I would be pissed. Me, I would be. Pissed. Yeah, I'd that's be pissed. not my immediate. I wouldn't. I I've never thought be about pissed. it. Before. I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I mean, I've never thought about it literally until you said that an hour ago. And yes, that's my. That's what I think. I I would feel pissed. Like you didn't know her. This is not your story to tell. You don't get to share this. And if you are going to share it, then then you then we should be involved. You should be asking us. And that makes me really unfortunately question all of the stories that we've shared because I I have tried to contact many of the families or people involved but often don't hear back understandably and I don't know there that it just that puts it in a very different light for me that I guess I haven't unfortunately thought of I don't know what that means uh, it's just something now that I'm thinking of I guess that's it Jenna's nodding for those of you that can't see her, which is everyone except for me. <laughs> um, all right. And so the last thing that I will say that I wanted to share, because I don't know the right time to share this. So I feel like a, a bonus episode is the right time. And since this is not necessarily a lookup, I feel like why not on this bonus? So. I got a DM last week from someone and I was so, um, I was just blown away to get this. This was so interesting to me. Uh, for anyone who has not heard, I want to say it's episode eight and nine. It's a two-parter. Could be seven and eight, but it's around there. Um, the murder of Gary Triano, which was here in Tucson. I got a DM and I'm just going to share I'm not going to share her name at all, actually. She said that I could share her first name. I just, I feel like it's unnecessary. So I'm just going to say I got a DM from somebody here in Tucson um, who lives here in Tucson, went to high school here. After she got out of high school, she got involved with, you know, not a great group of people and got in some um, legal trouble and was in jail at the end of 2013. And she, I'm going to read the rest of this specifically. So if you haven't listened to this episode you won't understand this and please go back and listen because it's pretty fascinating. But for those of you who have, um, this woman said, my neighbor Bunky in the cubicle next to me when she was in jail was Pam Phillips. And so in case anybody doesn't remember, Pam Phillips was Gary Triano's second wife who allegedly hired a hitman to kill him. And so this woman was next to Pam Phillips in jail here in Arizona. And she said, when I saw the story about Gary on your podcast, I was so intrigued because although I looked up the case when I got out of jail, I wanted a deeper understanding of this woman who seemed not to believe that she would ever be convicted of the crime she was charged with. So they must have been in jail together when Pam was awaiting trial. Right. Yeah. And so this woman said, she always claimed her innocence just as you said in the episode, but it almost seemed like she somehow convinced herself she wasn't guilty. She would always say that they had no evidence against her and she would get acquitted and move to Bora Bora. I don't know the significance of Bora Bora, but that and Aspen were always topics of conversations that she was having. And I asked her, I said, can we interview you? I'd love to know more. No more. And she said, honestly, 
I don't know how much insight I can give you into her because she didn't socialize much. There was one person in there that she asked to go through her paperwork to look for loopholes. But other than that, she didn't communicate much with anyone else. She would spend her days standing up, staring out of her cubicle. And when they would ask, she would tell people she was daydreaming about Aspen and or Bora Bora. She would also constantly purse her lips. It was kind of like a weird tick or something. Someone in there told me that happens when you've had too much Botox, but who knows? Those are really the only experiences that I had with her for the several months that we were housed together before she got moved to Paraville. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Was this a week, a month? A okay, month, several months. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So interesting. And Also, it kind of attunes to what we might have been chatting about earlier in that sometimes people have to sh consciously or unconsciously shut it down. Yes. Yeah. They're all. Yeah. Just cut themselves off from their emotions or feelings or anything. It's yeah. A it's a survival thing. Yeah. She also, this same woman um, also, uh, I like this. She related to another episode that we did. She said, one more thing. I went to Elephant Butte Lake on the way to Colorado last summer before I knew about David Parker Ray, the toy box killer. I was just trying to walk into the lake up to my knees and my feet sunk in at least six inches. The bottom is very soft and muddy like clay, unlike any other body of water I've been in. I could imagine if those bodies were dumped, I don't know the exact science of how they searched the lake, but if they were dumped, it would be pretty deep in the silt by now, if not completely buried yeah did they excavate the whole no, of course not sand no, muddiness yeah she said especially if he was filling them with concrete they go down 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 down, down, down yeah. to this yeah not the center of the earth interesting but yeah really interesting cool. perspective yeah and she said thank you for what you're doing i really enjoy your podcast so thank you if you're listening you know who you are i i appreciate that you said i could share your name but i think no need and and we really appreciate you listening and writing in and sharing this information just so intriguing to get that kind of firsthand experience with um, Pamela Phillips from a story that we did and the Elephant Butte Lake as well so um, that is that is about all I have I had two things I wanted to pose to listeners before we sign off unless you have anything else um, we had a few suggestions we had a suggestion from a listener um, let me see. I took a picture. Hold on. A suggestion from Michelle. Um, she she was asking us if we would ever be willing to do stories and episodes that are not in the Southwest, like just occasionally. And I think, you know, my initial thought is like, oh, that kind of goes against the point of the show is we're focusing on the Southwest. But I don't hate the idea of once a month once every other month doing kind of a, a special episode that a listener suggests that is not in the Southwest. And actually Mark came up with this name for those episodes could be called guest by Southwest. And it's like a listener suggests it and maybe it's, you know, in new England or the Pacific Northwest or whatever. And so I, I would love to know how listeners feel about that. Would that be too far of a removal from kind of the, foundation of the podcast or would you be open to that and then the one other thing I wanted to ask is we were thinking potentially about maybe at some point well is this a we this is a we oh. about maybe potentially doing um 
you know, we've had a lot of women here in Tucson ask to to meet in person or do a Death by Southwest meetup in person, which I think we're discussing the p- potential of that. But in the interim, maybe doing a, a Zoom meet and greet with our Patreon people. Um, and for people who aren't Patreon people, there's a week free trial, so you could do it. Um, but doing, you know, picking at an evening, a 30 whatever minute window and whoever wants to, we can all hop on zoom. You can ask us questions, meet, chit chat, whatever you want to do. I don't, I, I don't know if anyone would be interested in that, but I'd love to hear from you. If you would be interested in participating in something like that, then we will um, try and figure out how to make that happen. And I think that's it. Anything else on your end? No. Donna looked at me like, come on. <laughs> all right well that's it that's all we got for this look up this but bo- it's not a look up for this bonus um uh this will come out tomorrow so for those of you who are listening to this make sure to tune in tuesday for which will be tomorrow at this point uh for our new episode which is a tough one but listen up and thank you for listening love y'all listen up listen <laughs> And uh, we will talk to you soon. Hug your loved ones and your pets. Aw, I like that. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.